Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. Oh, man. Another day, another dollar. That's what I always say. Big I always, day today. Well, yeah, I always say another day, another dollar. And then I say, wow, I'm ridiculously underpaid. I only make $365 a year. That's not good. <laughs> that is not good. I should really join a union, is my next thought when I say that. I'm in a union. Are you? Yeah. What union are you in? I'm not in? really an active member. Do you pay dues? No, that's that's why I'm not an active member. So you're not in a union then, right? Like, don't you have to pay the dues to be in the union? They might come after me because I've worked. Uh, I've done union work in the last... Actually, I've no, I've paid dues in the last year. So yeah, I guess for I'm for Oh, for when you were in the SiriusXM commercial? Yeah. And you paid dues for that? Or they paid I it think for so. You? Like some of the money got taken out. So I think it went to the union. So so you're in SAG AFTRA due to your like hand being in a commercial? I've been in I've been in AFTRA since I was like twenty one. But But you didn't Sa- pay for years? No, no, no. It's just I worked when I was like right out of college, I worked at a union shop. So I was in the union, paid dues like an active member of the union, was paying into the health care plan and everything like that. And then I went and worked in way too small of a place for the union to be. And then I came work and then came to Sirius where there's no union. Mm-hmm. And but in order the, for this to not in, get flagged by anyone, we will not discuss that any further. In that time, the um, the two unions merged, mm-hmm. right? Because it was always like a thing that you couldn't get in SAG and how hard it was to get in SAG. But because the unions merged, I'm like, ta-da! So you're in SAG, and it's SAG after, right? Yeah. yeah. And but But you only paid dues one out of the past 20 years. No, twice because I got cast in that Chris Rock movie, and then they never shot my scene. Did they pay you? No. So you lost money on on top yeah. five. Yeah. You should talk to Scott Rudin. He could figure that out <laughs> for you. I don't know that it was like that big of a deal. It's not so drastic that I'm worried about it. But. Wait, so did you did you sign up on your own or did they say, hey, you got to go sign up to be in the union? So the union had to clear me to work. And, and like, so I don't know, this was a long time ago, so I can't remember exactly how it worked, but like, I guess like there was some sort of like one time waiver I was allowed to use Mm -hmm. and I used it. Okay. But you, but you then paid? Well, and then they started, I can't remember if I did or not, but they started coming after me to be an active member and there might've been some money in there I gave them. I can't remember, but I didn't, but I put my membership back on hold. Like I might've done some stuff to keep myself current, but put my membership back on hold. And then it came back up again when, uh, when I, when I did the commercial. If Simone wasn't taking a nap downstairs, I would definitely try and uh, ad lib a conversation between you and Chris Rock. But I think the only way I could do it would be to be so loud <laughs> that it would wake her up. Well, our friend, uh, not Sam is in it. Yep. Like he got the big, uh, Sam got the Larry big. Larry Flick um, was in it too. Yeah. Larry I was think. in it. You're right. Yeah. But they, they shot like they shot around Sirius XM, but they, and we, they were supposed to do a mashup scene, but they ran so long, I guess in their filming day that they, and we sat around all like literally dude, we were there until like six at night. Wait, that but day. you didn't get fucking paid. They never filmed us. So it's like it never happened. Yeah, but th- that's not – if I – here's the thing. I would imagine that if I made a movie and I said – I didn't. I, okay, but if I was the – if you did, though, they had you scheduled in the sense that, you know, if I hired Tom Cruise to be in a, a short film I made, okay, yeah, yeah. and I, I had to pay him, let's say, $20 million, and I had him come and sit on in a chair all day but then never did anything with him, I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise would still expect to be paid. Yeah, yeah. I think this is one of those, you're lucky we even looked at you, so uh, just shut up. That's fun. See, that is the power. It's the power of exposure. And that's what I always tell young people. If somebody really has a talent, I say, do it for free, forever. (laughs) If somebody offers you money, say, no, I'll take exposure. (laughs) This is especially good if you're in a creative field. If you're a photographer or a musician or a host, definitely an artist, do it for the exposure. Especially can... for all your friends. No, no, do it for free for all your friends. Mm-hmm. Like when your friends just need that wedding photographer, you know, free. Do it for free. And when and when there's a business, when there's a big conglomerate that says, hey, we'd like to put something on Instagram, we have no money to pay you, but exposure say, 
you know what? Don't give the exposure to me. Give it right to the electric company because that's yep. a bill I have to pay. And that's, that's how right. the, the economy works. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't. I did not get paid for that. It was. It was. It was. It was a huge disappointment. I must say. Yeah, but then you got put in that commercial. Also, it's not like you've never been part of anything. You were on Guy Fieri's cooking show with the mashup. Segway tomorrow. The mayor of Flavortown is going to be on. This is happening. That's right. That's exciting. That's very exciting. I haven't seen Guy in a while. Yeah, Guy. Guys are. I, I love Guy. I. I. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to have time to. I don't know how I would work this into an interview, but I was at a Super Bowl tailgate with Guy, and that was the time where. Uh, two things happened that I've talked about on air. He was serving uh, Cuban sandwiches out of a, a food truck. Yeah. And I don't eat pork or pickles, okay? <laughs> pork just because, and pickles are, I think pickles are absolutely frigging vile. The mustard would have made me vomit. That I would have eaten a fucking mustard sandwich before yeah. I would eat. Ugh. But he hands this Cuban sandwich to me and he's looking at me. Like, you know, eat it. You're going to eat it. And I was like, I don't what now, do you think. And I was like, I don't really like pickles. He goes, just eat it, pussy. And I was like, OK, <laughs> I will, Mr. Guy. I will. What if you what if what if he didn't know you were like kosher? It wouldn't have mattered because, see, at the time, I thought he was one of those, you know, Bourdain types that eats everything right. and no matter what. But come to find out. There's this, stuff he doesn't like, too. This man does not like eggs. I was informed of that by my wife. He is notorious oh. for not eating eggs. So that's when I sort of was like, hey, like wait a, third, a second. Third of my diet. Wait a second. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would have been another thing we should have. We should talk with him about sometime. <laughs> well, we need like, you know, like there was there was the time when um, we almost did an hour with Guy. You and I. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I think, you know, you were kind of like, can we do that? And I'm like, yeah, like, that's not a problem. And now after like I, I, I this is the stuff we would talk about. All right. I, I uh, another quick guy story was the the so there was that at the Super Bowl. And then the other thing that I, I don't know how I could how I that happened at that um that same Super Bowl was I'm talking to guys managers, guy named Reed. New Orleans, right? No, this was in this was this one was in Miami. Okay. Talk to this guy named Reed who's awesome and he's like, Hey, you work for Sirius XM, right? And he's like, Yeah, my friend's in a band and he's over there and I was and I'm like, Oh fuck, not this <laughs> Because that's normally like, hey, can you get Everyone's my music friend, played? Yeah. Can you do yeah. this? And his friend was KC from KC in the Sunshine Band. <laughs> and I was just blown away in that moment. I was like, this is awesome. Which is which is really, but he didn't want you to play new music, right? KC wasn't no, 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 pushing he wasn't a even, new track. He wasn't even doing anything. My, I filled in the blanks. Okay, I that's good. Because okay. you know when somebody says to you, oh, my friend's in a band. Doesn't that yeah. normally mean it's going to be like, oh, God, I gotta, how you, am I going to break this to them? Can you get them on series? Yeah. No. So yeah. he said, my friend's in a band. My head immediately went to, I don't want to deal with this. And he was just telling me, no, my friend's in a very popular band. Uh, not what I want to talk about today, though. Guy will be on the show tomorrow. Are we going to talk about how I mailed a box of human excrement today? You literally mailed a box of shit somewhere? Yes. Okay, well, I mean, I was going to talk about something else, but... No, no, no. we can talk about... Oh, I want to talk about what you're going to talk about. Uh, I mean, I, you mailed a box of shit, though. What? That, that's news. That. We, can, we can come back to that. I don't know. I, I feel like everyone listening is like, I'd like to know why Ryan mailed a box of human <laughs> shit. Was it human no, shit? I, it, was, it was my own. So you shit in a box. I'm assuming this was for a medical procedure. Yeah. Okay, but we'll t- we'll talk about it. All right. I'm t- so I'm, no, I want to. I want to, dude. I'm so, so that's, excited. That's the I'm tease. Sh- that's the, the tease, tease. Is Ryan shit in a box? Yep. How do, how does that not make people want to stick around? Uh, yeah, I do. I want to be like, can I fast forward my own show? <laughs> All right. Oh God. You oh. you were you were having a personal freakout. Okay, I all right. So before telling the story, I want to here are the qualifiers or or the the. I know that this makes me seem entitled. Okay, I know that this is my only childism at its worst, and I am still annoyed. Here's the scenario: my wife and I and our daughter Simone and our our cats. 
as you know, we rent a townhouse. We rent yes. it. Yes. Now, we've been. Is lo- it a tree? I w- is it a true townhouse or is it a duplex? What What is the difference? A, a townhouse. I think you have to have more than three, probably okay. more than five. No, adjoining. I don't think so. There's four. It's it's in the MLS. It's listed as a townhouse. All right, that's fine. Four is. I guess that's a townhouse. I thought you were more of a duplex. You're sort of like a double duplex. Okay, that's like saying a townhouse with six is kind of like a triple duplex, but all right. That's a, that's a good point. Sure. I get eight would be a quad duplex. Anyway, <laughs> not important. The, the, I, live, I rent this townhouse, but we've also been looking. We like the area. If anyone's a real estate agent in Fairfield, Connecticut, and you got something, you got a pocket listing that you think is perfect for me, Email happening show at gmail.com. But, oh God, you're going to get so many. So we've been we've been trying to find a house. Now, I haven't found anything that I only want to move once. Like, I will move one more time, I think. In okay? your life? Yeah. yeah I want to buy a house and be done with it. You get, I got a lot of shit at this point. And what do you mean that's insane? I think a lot of people do that. I mean. How long have your parents lived in their house? I mean, I know you moved there in high school, but that was still a while ago. No, I didn't move there in high school. How long I have your didn't. parents lived there? Uh, they've lived in the house that they're in for 10 years. It's a long time. Maybe 12. All right. But they've they've been... So since I've... My parents... Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me... Okay, we'll go on my parents. Have moved since I was a child. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. 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 Um, I think... I've counted this right. My parents have moved since I was a child four times. Okay. So they've lived in they've pretty lived, much once a decade on average. Yeah. They've lived in Baltimore, Erie, Michigan City, Indiana. And then you lived in Indiana? No, I didn't. They did. Mm. And then back to uh, Baltimore. Well, anyway, what I'm saying is in, in an ideal situation, I would like to buy a house that is a house. That I will not leave until, you know, I'm retirement age, let's All right. say. All right. I, okay, that's that sounds more sane. Well, I mean, Jesus, that's 30-something years. Yeah. So, so... You want to pay off a mortgage. Yes, especially because, you know, since uh, the summer of 2020, I moved twice in the pandemic. <sighs> I've I've had enough. The idea of packing up all my shit again makes me want to die. But if I only had to do it one more time, it'd be fine. This is all to say, it's been tough to find a spot that I think works. And my lease is coming up, and we're probably going to just re-sign here. But considering there's no... I don't want to live in this townhouse forever. And considering leasing it, or, or renting it, is just like a sunk cost, right? Like, I am paying money, and I'm getting no ownership stake for it. Well, yeah, that's called renting. So my thought was, why don't I try and buy this townhouse? Okay. Stay in it for five years, because it's a unique situation. I'm gonna, let's use hypothetical numbers, right? Okay. Let's say the townhouse is worth $350,000. Now, where are you getting that? Is that the Zestimate? I literally just said, let's use hypothetical numbers, so that's a number I'm making up. Oh. But, okay? So okay. L- let's just use it, but but assume that I'm in the ballpark of everything, right? Okay, okay. You've looked at comps. The, You've let's, looked at hypothetical comps. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not using the real numbers for this purpose because I want to keep them easy. Yeah. So let's say it's three hundred fifty thousand dollars. The three hundred fifty thousand. You could have just said one hundred. That would have been an easy number. Three hundred fifty is not. It Go is ahead. because I'm. If I can finish my example, it'll make more sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just shut the fuck up for a minute. <laughs> so, oh, this is happening. I'm Mark Zito. That's Ryan Sampson. We are close friends. Um. The. Let's say the house is that. Let's say it last sold two years ago for $350,000. Okay. Now keep in mind that it costs me $50,000 a year, let's say, to rent it. Okay? Okay. My thinking being that if I were to buy it for, let's say, $500,000, so I'm offering them a huge increase inside of two years on it. If I bought it for $500,000, I 
it wouldn't matter if it decreased, and I stayed here for four years, it wouldn't matter if the market went back down to 350 because although I had a $150,000 loss to stay here four years, I would have had to pay 200 Get it? Are you following? I, kind of, but go, yes. I get what you're. I get where you're going. So I'm trying to be like, what is the price? I'm talking to the landlords. I'm like, I want to buy it. Right. They're like, we don't want to sell. And I'm like, okay, but like, what would the price be? Because like the million dollar man, I am telling you, and I believe this in my bones. Yeah. Everybody's got a price. And they won't give me a fucking number. And it's driving me bananas. Like, tell me that we would only sell it for $2 million. Tell, like, tell me something that I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm not doing that. But don't just be like, no, that infuriates me. There's a price. If I, if I gave them $5 million, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would own this townhouse. You are, you are Succession Season 1, Episode 1, Kendall Roy. <laughs> but am I wrong? Yes. Yes, I'm Why? sorry. I didn't mean to yell. Um, listen, I are you wrong? I mean, like, I mean, it's theirs I, to do with what they want. I'm not right. arguing that, but fucking, it seems like if somebody says what's the number and you don't even give a number, that's stupid. Well, so many, so many, so many. <sighs> okay, I'm trying to think of where to start here. The first one is you realize that that, that what everybody says, and I listen. I am not a seasoned real estate. Uh, expert but the one thing that that everybody says is the first thing you don't do is get emotionally attached to a property i'm not emotionally attached here well i am conveniently (laughs) saying no 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 in all seriousness i'm not because it is that you have no attachment to it is that is that if it is not a price that makes absolute business sense you walk away with no thought whatsoever exactly so i'm trying to put a price that makes business sense on this well, no, you, what I'm saying is by that standard, you should have walked away already. You should have also considered that probably it's not the right place to buy. Why? Well, because, first of all, I, mean, I like, actually listen, think if I've you made want, perfect business sense. If you want to ask, if you want to ask, right? And listen, I don't know a lot about the, the comps around your exact area, mm-hmm. right? But if you, if, 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 if. <sighs> I don't want to insult your home, and I'm not trying to insult your home in any way. So if it comes off that way, right? You live in a very nice place, but it's not like oh, the neighborhood's fucking not that great. The neighborhood's fine. It's a neighborhood, dude. It's a suburban neighborhood. I mean, it's just it's it's a run of the mill suburban neighborhood. But what I'm trying to say is it's it's there's nothing extraordinary about it that makes you unless I'm unaware of something that should make you go this house. I cannot let this go. Of course. You can you can find probably something bigger with a bigger yard at a better price um, with not much effort in the area. So that's why I don't understand the emotional attachment to the place. Well, there's not emotional attachment. I think I, I'm not sure you understand exactly what I'm saying. Well, the math works the same with another house. It, not necessarily. It, I mean, they, there, it, is, it, there is there is mental cost involved with another house of boxing up all my shit and moving it. Yeah, that's that's what I guess that's what I'm calling emotional. Okay, but again, to to be quite honest, I would be happy to continue to rent this until Simone went to school, which is going to happen at age six. So we got about four and a half years on that. But you understand it doesn't make financial sense because renting is throwing money away, and you want to buy. Exactly. Yeah. So I think by buying this, it allows me to sort of have my basically get a price break on renting. But they don't want to sell. It's not for sale. I understand that. I know. But that's what's annoying because it's not that it's not for sale. I mean, it's not for sale. But but they they won't even like I flat out have said I'm going to give you an offer that's way above market. Well, and they won't even. That's what not for sale means. But why can't they just be like? Fuck, just give me a number that's crazy. I, I, I Don't forget, I preface this saying that I totally understand where I, how I sound. Okay, but you also understand that the next part, right, is that let's say you, you say that the, the house is worth $350,000. So let's say they tell you $500,000. I would buy it. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. You wouldn't. What do you mean? 
you're going to pay all cash. I, we don't need to get into that, but that is a possibility. Okay, because there's not a bank on the planet that is going to give you a mortgage that much over. I, the bank is going to go, that's fucking insane. What are you doing? Are, are you under the impression that, that I would... I wouldn't take have out a to, mortgage like a normal person? Yes. I, I, I would not have to take out a mortgage for the entire amount, nor close to it. Nor does anybody. But but no but no bank is gonna give you an over I unless I'm wrong I mean like at TIHO if you're if this is what you do and I'm wrong about this but my impression is that the bank really like like that if you go in for an asking price over or if you agree to a price too far over the value of the home the bank is gonna deny your mortgage regardless of what down payment you put on it well so let's assume that cash is an option here okay let's assume. Okay. Still give me a number. Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> I ended up just throwing my own number at them because I got annoyed. I've not right, heard but, back. But, I, uh, yeah. I mean, they might have other purpose. I mean, do you realize? Oh, my God. I know there's a lot of reasons why. I get it. I just want to bitch. Like, like, what? Like, why? Like, but... It seems like until now, I've given them a number now because they strung me along so far. But until they knew what I was willing, wouldn't it? Have, if somebody, if somebody asked you if you wanted to sell something and you didn't want to sell it, but there certainly is a number at which it would be stupid not to sell it, wouldn't you? Like if, like if I walked up to you on the street and said, "Hey, I want your car." Uh-huh. Now, you might be like, "No, I need this car. It's the only car I have." Right. Right. But then if I say, "Like, how much is your car worth?" I have, let's say fifty thousand. Okay, so if your car is worth fifty thousand cash, you're not going to sell it for fifty thousand because you need it. Right. You're probably not going to sell it for sixty-five because you need it. However, if I were to say Ryan, I'll give you a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, wouldn't you be like, oh shit, I should probably at least take a look at this? Or more specifically, if you said to me, look, I really need this car. I don't want to sell it. The only way you're getting it is if you pay me two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I'd say. All right, I get I get how much you want to hold on to it. I can't afford that, but at least we would have a a, a number. Yes, I would be glad to take sucker money. Is 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 the that's answer what I'm, to I am willing is, to how, fucking be the sucker here. How, however, I don't know. Like, dude, I don't know the scenario of your landlords. I don't listen. I'm not again, not a real estate person, not a tax lawyer, but I know that there are complicated tax situations and income situations, and maybe maybe the house is special to them. Maybe it was left to it's them not, by their they mother. They even fucking lived here. They bought it and they moved three months later after they made it a little nicer. So maybe they live in Arkansas. And they have to somehow tax tie themselves to New York, and that's their tie. And if they give it up, then then Arkansas owns them. I have no idea. But what I the, the the question that I have here, though, right, is 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 for a little bit of preface for somebody who might not be familiar uh, with Connecticut or with the Northeast. Fairfield's a, a well off community, right? It's the the corporate headquarters of General Electric. Uh huh. Is that correct? So there's, you know, there's a little bit of money been floating around that town, but is a comparable house not available? Like, like, is the market so dry either, either in the sense of supply that they just don't exist because they haven't been built or people aren't putting them up for sale? Is there literally no three bedroom or two bedroom houses or whatever this is available in the town where you live for sale? Well, let me tell you why I don't want to deal with those. Because one, it comes back to my, I just want to, if I'm going to move, I'm going to move to a house with land and whatever. And my, I already have lived in this townhouse for a year. Therefore, I know who I share my walls with. I know how loud certain things are and are not. I have neighbors that I like. That does matter. I don't want to go to another location because if I'm going to move to another location, I might as well just buy a house. And in fact, if I could find a house that I liked... I would just buy it now. Well, yeah, that's what I, because that's sort of what I'm hearing is if you're telling me you've got enough cash saved up in, you know, your little squirrel hut to. Mm-hmm. In the um, banana stand, yeah. In the banana stand to, um, you know, to to buy a, a, a smaller house than you want, a starter house. No, I have enough ha- cash saved up to buy the house. 
Okay, but but you would. It sounds like you would probably have enough cash to put a sufficient down payment on the the forever home you're looking for. I do. So yeah, so just start looking there. Don't don't. God damn it, Ryan! And this is what I'm telling you. I've I have. I can't find a house I like. That's the problem. So I would much rather build it. Oh, all right, sure. It's just a global motherfucking supply chain short. I hadn't thought of. Of course, I thought of that. (laughs) What I'm telling you is all of that shit takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Hence, why I would like to just stay here and instead of pissing into the wind with money, it would make more sense for me to just buy it. And everyone would win in my opinion because if you buy a house and don't really do that many upgrades to it and somebody offers you 40 fucking percent more than you paid in 2019, it seems like that would be a good deal. That's all. You think if you if you paid rent, if your landlords wrote a deed in crayon and gave it to you at the end of the month, that would make you happy? Honestly, maybe. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you like you understand? Like I, I I'm not an idiot. I get why maybe they're like, listen, we just want the rental income. But yeah. But the the flip side of that is like, in my it's like, why don't you just get another rental property? Like an offer this high on this property will not. It's not going to happen. On, on the open market, if they ever probably decide for, to sell it. Probably for the same reasons you just said. They know the neighborhood. They know who they share the walls with. They know, you know, probably the exact same reasons. You're right. I just don't know why they wouldn't take it and just do another rental property. Because they know where they are. They know it's a good one. I see it from my side as a very good. <laughs> Can I also I just say is... one other thing why this is annoying me? Okay. Because I'm I'm if I knew... That And they're super nice. But if I knew that things were like, if there was a, a reason, like a clear reason that they could articulate to me, I'd be like, okay. But I'm not even sure that this is being treated with the seriousness that it should be. I, I don't know. I, I, if, can I, I explain, get what you're saying. Go I, ahead. I want to come why? back to something. Yeah, go ahead. Because, go. for example, uh, are you, for, and we've talked about this before. In certain places, you rent an apartment and you just rent an apartment. In other places, there's a broker involved, which means when you find somewhere to live in certain places like Boston and New York City and Jersey, you have to pay one month's rent to the real estate broker Mm -hmm. that found you the apartment. Mm -hmm. So if it's, you know, $5,000 a month or something crazy, you owe basically a 13th month just to the broker when you move in. Where I live, and this is important. The owner of the property has to pay that. And where I'm going with this is these people already tried to raise my rent for next year. Now, let's forget for a second that your friend Zietz is pretty smart and already had a clause in the original lease that they couldn't. And I had a renewal (laughs) for the same rate. Right. But when they tried to, I said, let's put the lease aside for a second. This doesn't make any sense for anyone. And they were like, do tell. And I said, well, if you really want to, if you want this much money for the property, I'm going to leave. And then you're going to have to find new tenants. But then you're going to have to pay the broker again. Right. And that averages out to hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah. So you're going to net less than you're netting from me right now at the lower rate. And then it was like, oh. Good negotiation. Oh, okay. All right. So it's that type of stuff. That makes me think, like when I say, do you realize what I'm fucking offering you right now? That makes me want to be like, are you sure you totally realize? Okay, there's two There's two things that I want to explore here. One is a quick yes or no question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pacing. <laughs> do you realize that you are making, and it's fine if you do it, because I understand. I've, I've, I, I know what it's like to be emotional. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that you're making the 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 rookie mistake that everyone tells you not to make in real estate. No. Okay. Um, Please elaborate on what that mistake is, or we can do it after you ask your second question. It's up to you. Well, getting getting attached to a particular property. That real estate is, you know, when when the cold-hearted person that says it's only business, that that's how you should treat property, that you're you're attached to one property, and that is, especially as a rookie, the worst thing you can do. Ryan, your fucking argument is dick in this case because... It's not my argument. It's just just that is is the, uh, the prevailing wisdom. Isn't it opportunity cost? 
as far as if I say to myself, look, we'll probably end up staying here till Simone goes to school. That's four more years. That is $200,000. And I think that the place won't lose $200,000 of value. I'm making the smart business decision to try and buy it. I, I guess. You it, guess? But I think, That's math. No I, no, I would say you haven't factored in the cost um, of, of movers versus the cost of overpaying for a house. But again, the, renting, you wanna... it's renting. If, 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 I'm, if, I'm a, if I'm deciding I'm going to rent for the next no, four years. No, but I mean moving, buying another house, like, like, like considering other properties and buying another house and paying the movers to move you to that other house and not paying the rent and gaining the equity on that house and not overpaying for the property that you're already in. All right. Fine. But I, again, I will tell you that there's I am I am putting a premium price on packing and moving all my shit. How about that? That's fair. You're pretty yeah, I understand. That is worth and I'm not exaggerating here $40,000 to me. <laughs> but if we're going to go if we're going to go on straight numbers and math, you have to put that that imaginary number on the moving cost to make it make sense. I guess also I don't know what's available at a mid-level price range. I have not seen anything in the area that really excites me. That's the same thing that was a problem when I was even trying to move here. I found this house that was nicer than every other rental property. The second one mm. is I it's still something I find amazing. It's the most Coming up later in the show, Ryan boxed up his own shit and mailed it. It's the most fascinating thing about you, Mark. It really is. Is your need that you're like for oh, for the yeah. way the manner in which you allow other people to handle their business, that it has to have your approval, that nobody can nobody can have their own reasons for the reasons they do things unless you approve. Because their reasons lots of times are stupid <laughs> and I'm smart. I know lots of stuff. And if motherfuckers... Well, dude, I mean, look, even with the raise the rent bullshit, it's like, oh, great if you can do it. But if, if you take a hard line on it, you're going to lose money. Yeah, but like when somebody explains to you why you're going to lose money, you won't hear it. That's not true. I, I mean, you're, you're talking you're, about buying a shittier house. No, I'm not. No, I'm talking about buying a house that's not the one you're in. I'm talking about buying a house that's any other one than the one you're in. There's but, a whole but world I don't of look houses. It is losing. What you're then saying is I should no longer rent no matter what. Right. Yeah, you're making you're making the argument to I'm a grown up and I'm just throwing money away and I would rather have this for Simone's college fund. So I'd rather be building equity in a home I than giving it to a landlord. For, That's the argument you're making. For what it's worth, I don't agree with your don't grow attached to a piece of property or whatever. It's not, it's not mine. It's not mine. That is that is something I've been told by multiple people and seen on multiple episodes of House Hunters. Then I disagree. Then I take issue with all of them. <laughs> because what you're basically saying is, Ryan, or you're saying, Mark, you want to pay 500 for this house. There could be an equally good house for 420 three streets away you should move there no matter what and maybe that's next to a fucking methadone clinic like there are things that need to be considered i do know this area i am comfortable with it everyone in my family is comfortable with it that's worth a premium all right i just i'm just cautioning you how much premium to put on there dude as i already said it's going to cost me a shitload if I want to stay here for four years. I'm not going to do that. So this was my shot to be like, maybe I will. If it costs, it's a pr- it's getting a price break. And then we haven't even talked about if, let's say, you know, again, let's say they bought this place for $350. i am offering $5. let us right. say I can sell it for $450. That then means because of upgrades, I'll, you know, it's nicer, the mar- whatever the case is. That means that I will have been able to live here for four years for more or less $50,000 total. I'm taking you through the worst case scenario. Yeah, just checking. <laughs> but that is the best case. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like maybe... I, I I don't know. That math doesn't make sense to me, but that's okay. No, it does. It, uh, what I'm saying is if let's say it's it's actually like because look they bought it for no three no f- the math makes sense to me but like like I don't look at the math that way. This is because I'm already living here as a renter. It is the only real estate opportunity in my eyes that I think would make sense to take a loss on because I'm basically losing every day I'm here no matter what. What? But you don't need to take a loss. 
But like, I'm like, willing dude, to. A, like, like, here's the thing is I will tell you because we talked just uh, what, two weeks ago on an episode where I, I said that the early part of my life, you know, we were talking about that I made um, bad financial mistakes. Mm hmm. Right. I made I and, and dude, they hurt me for a really long time. I was the dummy that did everything wrong when they were young. And and so I finally fixed it and got it to a good place. But and I thought I was in a good place. But God damn, is it hard to explain how you are financially accelerated when you buy a home and you think that you're going to like I don't it's magic. I don't even know how to explain it like it it, it, it is there's if you do it right. You know, if you don't, if you don't make yourself house poor, if you, if you, if you get within your, you know, within what you can afford, what it does to you financially is, is fucking amazing. What do you mean? Like credit scores? Credit scores, just like knowing that, you know, like now, because every time that I pay my mortgage, I'm building equity in the home. So I've never tapped it. I've never touched it. So one day that's stuff I'm going to be able to use, whether it's, you know, just because I'm going to own the home or be, maybe to expand the home and make it more valuable. Like there, it, it, it's in, in it, dude, I'm just telling you, it, it it's, makes a whole world of difference. I, I don't even know how to explain all the oh, things that, that it did. God damn it. God. You're paying yourself rent. I mean, it's, it's, it just changes everything. I'll look into it. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm defeating you. I'm not like defeat, I, I'm more I'm just you like sound I'm, defeated. I just feel like a whiny bitch because these people have a thing I want and I'm like give it to me. And I <laughs> you know that I don't like I don't respond well when it's like I have the fucking money, give it to me. Give it to and me. they just won't and there's nothing I can do. And I realize that. I know that. I see that it's bad. It's not a it's not a uh, also what is the other thing that's now activated in me is the inability to lose. Or yeah. take no for an answer. No, 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 no. Now you see, you gotta spin that mark. This is this is you're looking at it as just them. Now you have to go out and beat them. You have to go out and find a bigger house in a better neighborhood for a lesser price. Oh, dude, and then show you, them I would have paid you so much more I, for I, this. I piece can't of shit. I can't I can't be clear enough how much uh they want the lease back today and I'm seeing a couple houses tomorrow and I'm not sending it till after I see them and I so hope that we love one of them. And I'm like, raise your rent, do your thing. Bye. I'm leaving. I am not staying here another year. <sighs> I I hope it works out. I'm sure it won't. <laughs> I'm sure it won't. Anyway. I shit in a box. Do tell. How did that go? How um, it so was okay, so I had to do um my doctor gave me a Cologuard test. What the fuck is that? You've never seen the little little G hopping around on television like I'm Colaguard. I look for blood in your stool. Oh, I would just use my eyes to do that. I'd I'd, <laughs> I'd 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 go through my stool like a little raccoon and just tear through so, it. I thought that like my commercial this, would be like I'm Mark. I find corn in your stool. It's right there. I thought this was going to be the sort of thing where like. You know how you took a you've taken a, co a home COVID test, right? Yeah, you thought you're gonna swab your own asshole. What? Yeah, what? no, not the not not my ass, but I thought it would be like you take a swab out of a vial and you swab something vial and put it back, and then send it off to the to the lab. Like you right? would like you would dunk it in your poop. Yeah. Okay. That's only part of the test. I mean, that happens, but that's only part of the test. Yeah. Yeah. So. This box shows up at my door, and it's a, you know, it's a... Did you light it on fire and stomp on it? <laughs> no. So, and and I open it up, and yeah. it's got... Okay, so there's all... I almost want to, like, pause and, and, and take pictures of the instructions and send them to you. Do it. Just do, do it as as you're on the... Just keep talking. All right. Hold, well, I got to run to the bathroom right. and get them. They're, okay, sure. Hold on. Oh, man. This is pretty wild. This is very exciting. Ryan lives in a 900-square-foot house, so I imagine the bathroom can't be that far away. Perhaps I should make an offer to buy Ryan's house above market value. Then, actually, yes, that's what I'm going to do. Ryan. I'm here. I found it. Um, okay. Well, hang on, hang on. First, I have a question for you. How much okay. do you think your house is worth? How much? Well, um, I think it's above what the Zestimate says. Okay, so what if I... Tried to buy your house in cash, and I moved there. Three hundred fifty thousand. Sure. Done. Great. Nailed it. And I get to keep the bunk beds too. Those come. <laughs> um. 
All right, I'm getting these. I'm getting these images you sent through of your poop box contraption. Yeah. So what happened was is that is that this is it's this whole box of equipment. Are you so okay? First of all, because yeah, this is just this is just a like a a, a colon cancer pre-screen mm. routine type thing. Do you have to take a laxative to do it? No. So you just wait till you have to go. Yes. In fact, that's in the instructions. Now, what if it's not solid? Uh, I, 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 it doesn't give it. Oh, it says don't take the test if you have diarrhea. So they didn't say anything about like that. They wanted is what George Brett would say. A perfect double taper shit. Yeah. Um, they, they pants last night. (laughs) Shit my pants last night. Dude, I shit my pants. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but they, they, um, yeah, they just said, if you have diarrhea, don't take it. Okay. All right. So there's like this little bracket that you're supposed to put under your toilet seat that mm-hmm. like straddles the toilet bowl but uh-huh. under the seat. Yes. Do you and think you're I'll... the youngest person to ever do this? No. Okay. I mean like my grandfather had colon cancer, so you know, I'm not worried about By the way, you should always get your cancer I'm not trying to uh dissuade anyone from doing that. You a million percent should do it. I've had multiple colonoscopies. Uh, however, Have Ryan you? Yeah. However, Ryan did shit in a box and mail it somewhere. And that's what I'm, we're talking about. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm, yeah. So you put the little bracket over the toilet seat and then mm-hmm. a bucket or a bowl goes down inside this bracket and it's held there. They give you the bowl. You don't have to provide your own bowl, right? <laughs> no, it okay. comes, it actually, because you're mailing what you put in the bowl back. Yes, it looks like something you would put plutonium in. Yes. In this, uh, or, or if you were making your own ice cream, like the... <laughs> Like <laughs> the more one of the, those. The, the ice, yes, the ice cream maker is what. So it that sort of looks hangs like. down, all right, into the toilet bowl, and then you sit on top of it, and you've you, and then and then it's sort of like, oh God, I hope I'm aiming right. Yes. Yeah, so see, that brings up where I want. Let's pause there for a second because that brings up um, a concern I would have that I'm I'm not sure of the trajectory of my asshole. Right. You know, like, you don't want, because the, can you imagine if you squished it up against the side of the container, how <sighs> terrible that would be? Well, and sometimes they come out in bursts. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, Ryan, it makes sense. I understand what you're talking about. Luckily, everything went fine on this one, though. Okay, so. great. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, hold on. Aim, okay, wait, more fine. questions. I you, yes. Dude, I have a lot of questions. Okay, okay. okay. One. Was it tough to like not also get urine in the thing? No, there's plenty of room, and because I moved it towards the back. Of oh, the, I see. We're of, firing out the. Okay, yeah, yeah. And there was plenty of room. Although I didn't. This is and this is very strange because normally you can't do number two without number one. Uh huh. That is but true. But I I had like like there's weird stage fright. Like it was. It, it <laughs> took a minute. Because you're like, well, because you're thinking about the aim and you're thinking about like, well, I really don't want it to like, because I got to touch the outside of this container. So I don't want to pee in there and just splatter it all over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Dude, I mean, I would I would compare it to touching the other thing. I would drink the pee. I like if (laughs) if you were like, you can I'd be like, that's fine. Um, The question is, did you does it all go? Did you put it all in or were you like, that's enough? They have enough. And then you removed it. I, I said that's enough. I'm not risking it because like there, you, <laughs> you also get overpacked. Right, you can't tell if you're gonna overflow. Now listen, at the same time, this it's probably two <laughs> pints. This container is probably like so. So uh, I mean, I, I have the- no idea how many pints I shit at once. <laughs> like, do you ever pee into a cup when you're doing a thing and you're like, wow, I, I probably pee ten of these cups, and then you're done, and you're like, oh, that was only half this cup. Like, well, I don't- that was it. The one cup was twenty ounces, right? I guess I don't know. I've never. I don't think I'd pee twenty ounces. No, the from the famous video. Oh fuck! Oh god. <laughs> uh, and then there's their, your friends. If I parody. hear that music, I would still immediately know what it was. Well, you're you're the 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 the, the, the two scoops or whatever. Which uh, that was a better one, but whatever. With John Mayer and Sherrod Small. Yes, that was great. Uh, so anyway, you 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 didn't want to overflow the. I didn't want to overflow it, so I gave up. Pint. I fi- I I figured they had enough, so I quit. So did you just 
pull it out or you you were like you're like fuck it you just he- clenched and were like I'll get to the rest of this later yep yep pretty much and 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 so then they want you to probe it with the stick oh god do you see do you see the step 4 scrape the stool sample um okay i sent mark all the instructions you did okay so well, now you've discarded the toilet bracket and now wow yes. okay now they they actually first of all these look like two little cat poops i feel like Human poops are much larger than this. <laughs> Those aren't mine. They're the, the demonstration ones. Not to by mention, the way, yeah. By the way, hold on. I got to stop here because discarding the toilet bracket mm-hmm. was very important because I almost skipped that step because I started to probe the the sample while it was still hanging in the in the toilet and I'm like, oh god, I'm going to push it through into the water and ruin the whole thing. Oh my god, where and then you would have had to, I guess, wash the container and poop in it again. Yeah, or start. I have no idea what I would have done. At Can that you point. imagine that? Call the customer service. Yeah. Hi. You need a um, new um, chip bucket, please. Yeah. So, uh, hello. Hey. Hi. This is Melissa with what's the name of this company? Uh, Colaguard. With Colaguard. How may I help you? Um, I'm, and that would she would be like, I recognize your voice from somewhere. Mm, I can't place it, and you'd be like, anyway, uh, can you can you do the weather? Oh my God, it's Ryan Sampson, and then you have to be like, um, um I shit into the bucket wrong. Can you please yeah, send, send me, a new, me a new shit bucket? I think they missed a real opportunity to animate these poops differently. Maybe put a smiley face on them, make this kind of friendly, like a fun shit probing. You know, which is which is your favorite animation in this whole book? Because it's it's there's two good ones. There is the person sitting on the toilet pooping. Yeah. Now, what's impressive about that person? I'm realizing now is I initially were like was like definitely a man, right? But I don't know if it is. Can't tell. Can't tell. Can't tell. Also, you and I, I think we've discussed. I oh, can't, I can't. I would have all my clothes off if I was. Yeah, pooping. yeah. They're shitting with their shirt on, and that just. You're going to get your shirt messed up. Exactly. Um, Especially if you're trying to shit into a, like a target, more or less. (laughs) This is a disgusting program. Uh, So so I probed the sample mm -hmm. and I got it back in the test Now that must smell atrocious. It was not a fun, and they they tell you, hold on, where's the one, the one instruction? Place the, oh no, 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 it's on the one before. Um I think, I think everyone Scrape will. the surface of your stool sample oh, until the end of the probe has stool on it. Now, is there a little bit of curiosity in your mind? Because like, like, there's not a lot of opportunities you have to be like, what is my poop like? You know? <laughs> I get to play with it. Gross. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I, and then, and then you, uh, and, and then, so like it comes in the box you, the box it comes in has a giant envelope inside it. Mm-hmm. And so you pack everything back in the box. So what do you do with the the probe? The probe goes in a test tube and it snaps seals. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. tight snap seals. Mm -hmm. Screw snap seal. And you put it back in the tray that's in the box that's inside the baggie. Yeah. And then you the the pint jar, the pint bucket, the poop pint bucket. You 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 know there's a seal on it. And you oh my god, can you imagine? you, You screw the seal tight. Yep. And put it back in the box, and then you ziplock the baggie, mm-hmm. and uh, you re you reclose the box. You got to be careful the way you open it. You now, is there the a box. warning label? Like, there's biohazard material on the box? No. What the fuck? No. I there's just the like Colaguard logo. I thought it would be one of those like red sharp bins. Nope. Nope. So you then would go to the post office, right? So yeah. So I well, f- well then you take the label that that has my address on it. I, I would, rip. The, I would I, a million percent get arrested doing this. By the way, because I would be sweating like I was mailing a bomb. I they would be like, "There's something wrong with this man. We need to investigate that package." <laughs> you rip off the 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 top label, and there's mm-hmm. a return label underneath it. And you seal it up, and and then yeah. So I took it to the UPS store, and I'm the carrying... UPS store. That's not even a government agency. That's just some <laughs> high school student who had to take your shit in a box. Yep, that's what they did. And I'm like, thank God, there's a pandemic, and I had a mask on because otherwise, how many of these do you think? Because you see the commercials on TV, like they probably see at least two or three of these a week at the UPS store. Oh my so God! They have to know what's in it. How come if you get a flashlight, it doesn't say flashlight on the box? But if you're in the mailing shit business, they're like, "Yeah, Colaguard, that's us. We did this." 
and you, you know you it's see, in a box. Yeah. I would now. Did you give any thought to mentioning it? Because I would have been like, "Here's the box," and they would have been like, "Beep" when they scan it, and it would have taken everything in me. I would be like, "There's my shit in the box." Like it would have been my shit's in the box. <laughs> no, I just set it on the counter. The woman came out from the back, and I'm like, "I'm like, hi, I'm just dropping this off," and she took it from me, and she's like, "Do you need a receipt?" I'm like, "Nope, that'll be it. I'm out of here." <laughs> and I mean, do you want to insure it? Nah, it's cool. You've seen the commercials, right? I have not seen the Cola Guard Hold commercials. Hold on. I'm sending you, because the little, their little mascot is exactly what the box looks like, only it doesn't have arms and legs. Hold on. But it, it, I'm, I'm mailing it to you right now. I'm texting oh, it to okay, you. Oh, okay, good. With the, along with shit in a box? Yes. But it is, it is exactly the box you send your shit. That's what the box looks like. Oh, my God. And it's, and it's their logo on the outside of the box. Hello, it's me, the Cola Guard troll. <laughs> Dude. Hello. Uh, I actually I actually pulled up the Cola Guard commercial. Hold on, somebody oh. uploaded it. It's always interesting when the company itself doesn't upload it. I like. I think it says there's pets. a Cola Guard fan out there. Yeah. It's like I gotta get it to YouTube. Here it is. It's coming all sizes. Pets coming all like sizes. And getting screened for colon cancer. These two That's women. Big, because when caught in early stages, it's more treatable. Hey, Cola Guard. Hi. I'm- Non-invasive, and I detect altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. Do you think this guy, like, has a job as, like, a Chris Parnell uh, uh, um, impersonator or something? Isn't that who he sounds like? He sounds like like he he reads uh, voicemail uh, messages. Yeah. Early stages. Early stages. Yep. It's for people 45 plus at average risk for colon cancer. So high risk. False positive and negative results may occur. Ask your provider if ColaGuard is right for you. Count me in. I'm going to shit in you. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> Wait, so the box is a talking box, and he's that's he has legs. And basically, <laughs> they should have a commercial where he is just, he's there, and somebody is squatting above him, and he's just like, oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> no, he just opens up, and it's so that he comes and stands below somebody, and his box tops just open up, and they squat over him. Plop, plop against colon <laughs> cancer, y'all. And then he fucking, <laughs> oh, my God. So, but yeah, I dude, when, when, like, I'm like, could you more discreetly label your box? Because I know that people at the UPS store have seen them before and they know that I just walked in a box of my own shit how and sent it until, on their counter. How until you get results? And also, can you imagine being the person that's like, yeah, what do you do? It's like, I test, I have to open <laughs> jars of shit all day. How long until the results come back? We gotta get out of uh, here, though. I, I overnighted it, so I'm hoping soon. Wow. You overnight, so it'll still be fresh when it gets there. <laughs> Lovely. Um,. Any thoughts before we get out of here? Oh, I've had quite enough today. Yeah, no, yeah. I hope you get the rest of it out. Uh, Gross. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.